Batman Day! What is happening, guys? Yes. How's it going, Scott? Of course, with me as always. How you doing? I'm doing good. Had to wear my had to wear like my Darwin Cook like awesome. first appearance Batman purple gloves the whole deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, guys. Uh, we appreciate you uh, clicking in. You know, a couple few hours later than the normal bat time. Yes, uh, I did have. I, I went to a barbecue today with some friends I hadn't seen in in a couple of years because you know a little something that's going on out there. So we hadn't seen each other. So yes. Uh, so we postponed it a little bit. We could have canceled the whole thing, but you can't cancel it on. Batman Day. You have a Batman stream. You ain't canceling on Batman Day. No, no. It's like you're legally obligated to actually do the stream. Like especially an episode like this. An episode (sighs) like this. I mean, coming off of uh, Nostromos from last week. Jeez. (laughs) We try to forget that episode. (laughs) Oh my god! Because I'm sitting here going, uh, like, I already have like three times as many notes as I did last week. I mean, it didn't take much. Yeah, seriously, what's going on, Lane? And Jason right there too. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. It'll probably be a little, little smaller crowd than usual tonight, since it's a little bit later. But what's great about um, before we get started here is uh, I got I came home to something that was pretty cool, and it was like perfect for Batman Day, perfect all around. I was like, sweet. I'm glad it showed up today, and you'll be able to get yourself one too. Look at this. (gasps) We're on a shirt now. I'm on a shirt. Look, and, Ma, uh, I'm on a shirt. You're on a shirt. I'll definitely, I'll be sending you, uh, uh, I'll be sending you one. So I'll hit you up about your size and all that. Oh, I'll go ahead and tell you. I, I'm a medium. Yeah. Okay. So you're, yeah, that's what I wear too. So that works out. Um, Yep. So there you go, guys. This will be down in the film junkie closet. If you want to go check it out and uh, you patrons out there, hold up because I will have a special patron discount for you guys. So, um, so yeah, that's gonna be there. So that was cool. I was like, perfect, man. And I love it. I love the tri blend too. I can't I can't go wrong with a tri blend. Oh no, I mean it's just it 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 just is a better shirt. It just yeah, seriously, it really there is. There it is. Okay, so it it is hey mama. Hi mama feeling junkie. Yeah. Okay, so I've been I've been excessively on social media today because it's Batman okay. Day and I, I'm always excessive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've got some questions for you, Dave, okay. in honor of Batman Day. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Well, what was your first <laughs> Batman comic? My first Batman comic. Um, God damn. Ah, oh, man. My first um, Batman comic I ever got. I can't remember. Oh, man. It had. Um, I remember. Okay. So it was. Uh, God, what was her name? It was a crazy villain. And she had like. She has like the crazy glasses. It was in the 80s. Definitely was. She had the crazy glasses. She had like hair that went. It was like a mohawk. Oh, magpie. Magpie. Yes. It was a there was an issue with her as the villain. I I don't know what issue that was, but I that was like I remember that specifically being my very first Batman comic with magpie. There you go. I couldn't remember her name. Yeah. What about yours? Um, Detective Comics 610. Okay. nice. It's uh, I can always remember the cover. Because it was written by Alan Grant and it was drawn by Norm Borgen Borgen Goyle. Like, uh-huh. you know, basically the man who flew with Kate Porn so McFarlane could like, you know, jump off a freaking cliff. <laughs> right. But it's but the co- I always remember the cover because it was Batman in a graveyard staring mm. down. And like there was even like a like an here lies penguin statue in the background but the names of all like the artists and the writer 
are on the gravestones that are oh, on the cover. Yeah. Oh, it's a sweet it was, cover. It's always nice when they like they utilize that space. You know, when they when they put like the when they put the illustrators or the authors, the writers, you know, they put it. They use the space of like a beautiful cover like that. That's pretty awesome. I love it when they do that kind of. And stuff. it was a dollar. A dollar. <laughs> dollar cover. Yeah, prize. kids. <laughs> oh man yeah i don't even got remember it. How much, yeah i got it at a food fair uh-huh back when you could buy comic books at the grocery store <laughs> Jeez, that's where i used to get mine too I'd, yeah checking out yeah uh, my mom knows this i'd be looking at the little comic book rack and it's like ah, 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 yeah 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 definitely oh man yeah so okay, okay so that was it okay first batman movie first batman movie was well i mean i you know you want to say i mean First Batman movie in the theater was definitely Batman 89. I remember seeing that. But I would say if you want to get technical, it would be the Batman 66 movie. Because See, I, I still it. think I saw 89 before I saw the 66 movie. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I can say that. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw the, the 66 or yeah, the 66 movie before I saw the 89 movie, but I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I can uh, but maybe not. I don't know. I just I think so though. Because 89, I'm trying to remember where we were. We were in Washington at the time, and then we moved to alabama in 1990 i believe so yeah i think it was a 66 movie yeah okay yeah. two more i'm just I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go easy on you gonna go easy on you favorite batman comic favorite batman comic is probably i mean i'm gonna have to say long halloween i'm just gonna just put it out just because it's fresh in my brain right now after watching the animated feature and then just going back and just kind of flipping through reading some pages and just realizing how fucking brilliant that oh it's book so is. good it yeah. really is good yeah. yeah so okay and favorite solo batman movie favorite solo batman movie dark knight i'm just gonna okay. be i'm gonna be trendy it's just because I mean, it's mainly all obviously because Heath Ledger and stuff. But I mean, it's just there's just so much with that movie. I mean, I got a piece of the film on my wall over there in the lounge area. So it's just, I, you know, sometimes, though, like I'll watch Batman Begins and just be like, God, this is, I mean, it's the best origin. It's my favorite origin story, live action of all mm -hmm. the PBMs for sure. But yeah. What about you when it comes to those two? Uh, Dark Knight Returns. That should be no surprise to anyone yeah. who knows me. Yeah. Um, I even shared the leather bound complete Frank Miller Batman that I got Christmas of 1989 that I still laugh about because I, I actually posted on social media today two panels that were representative of how inappropriate it was for my aunt to give that to me as a Christmas present when I was seven. <laughs> so because she didn't know. Yeah, you it was didn't know. Batman. Yeah. So I've got yeah. like Selena as a prostitute from Batman Year One, <laughs> and then I got the scene with like Dead Joker with the battering sticking out of his eye, with like Batman bleeding out of his side nice. from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Going, I had nightmares. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Man, looks like Eric shares Dark Knight, and uh, yeah, he says Dark Knight Returns. So that's cool. Yeah, movie wise, Mask of the Phantasm. I don't care that's animated. Okay. That's my that's, that's my favorite Batman. If you if I'm allowed to count animation, I know some people have a problem with that, but if I can count animation, Mask of the Phantasm, hands down, has always been my favorite solo Batman movie. No, if you I, make I, me pick live action, yeah, I'll say I'll say Dark Knight. But yeah. if I get all of it, 
Mask of the Phantasm. No, I I I I, I say we never. Anytime that you go into Spider Man, I always say Into the Spidey Verse is like up there with Spidey Two, the Raimi Spidey Two. Uh, sometimes I even think it might be better because I don't know. I just it's, and people always yeah they push back. Oh, it's animation. I'm like so what? It's so, so what? good. Yeah. So yeah, there's no problems with saying Mask of the Phantasm for sure. For sure. So good. Well, I just I thought I thought that'd be a great be little cool. warm yeah. up for Batman Day and totally. just. And then we, of course, Reeves decided to deliver today. Reeves decided to deliver. I was actually going to pull up uh, because, you know, I mean, obviously, first off, I wanted to pull up the fact that this gentleman right here decided to post on Batman Day. And, you know, it's fitting for this show, Mr. Kevin Conroy. Oh, yes. Right here. There's the hero inside all of us. That is an awesome drawing right there. Really great stuff. So, um, glad to see that he took part in it. Of course, he does every year, and we know that. And then, uh, you know, we had a lot of people doing that. Look at Matt Rees right here, just giving us a little tease, a little grapple hook, a little grapple gun action right here. Oh, yeah. Look and if that. you look, Rees is wearing – people have no- noticed that Rees is yep. wearing purple gloves. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was yeah, everything so planned. So I planned. I mean, maybe not maybe not the empty like ramen bowl that's over there and some of the, the napkins scattered. The Clorox about. wipes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he was like, Yeah, purple gloves, of course, of course, of course. So yes, Mr. Matt Reeves working on some Batman action, which of course we're gonna be seeing that new trailer next month. Can't wait, can't wait. And uh, and then uh and then we got a little tease of um well, first of all, we got Zach, too, also doing some great stuff when it comes to, oh, yeah, see, I didn't tweet that much. I didn't retweet that much today. So I don't, I, I let's see. Well, we had him, of course, saying, happy Batman day. It's the first day to run. <laughs> it's a perfect day to run out and grab your copy of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. Gotta love that guy. And then, of course, uh, did he post on here? No, he did not, huh? No, no, that was only on Vero. That was only on Vero. I think I thought I posted about it too, but I thought I retweeted it. But yeah, he also posted the uh, the Bat Cal as well. And I love Reeves FX right here, showing his many Bat Cows. Oh Guy's yeah, awesome. Yeah, oh. so he showed many of those. Yeah, just good stuff. But again, yeah, I thought I thought, and there was a lot of good stuff. You got these McFarland Jokers, the three Jokers that are going to be coming out. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's and there's a Batman to go with them. Yeah, there's a there's a Batman to go with him too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a Batman that, to go with him. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And then, uh, yeah, of course we have a Batman Beyond right here from Funko. That looks badass. I want it. I do God. want it. Oh yeah. So then we had this right there. You go. That's he posted this first, showing of course the beautiful chin and eyes of Ben Affleck's Batman. I believe yeah. you. I believe you. <laughs> so good. So good. And then, yeah, a lot of people are posting a lot of good Batman stuff today. Yeah. And then we can't we can't go without mentioning that Michael Giacchino uh, posted a, like a 30 second clip of his score for the oh, Batman. So good, man. Oh. So good. Yeah, I know. I, I want to I haven't listened to it. Like I was at the barbecue and I was just listening to that. I want to blast it on my speakers as soon as we're done here oh and do not forget that on hbo max it dropped today their new podcast batman the audio adventures dropped oh, that's today. Right. is that i listen jeffrey wright jeffrey wright is batman oh dude the man that's has good. the perfect batman voice it's it's <sighs> i've insane. always loved that guy's voice i mean i mean i never really was from too familiar with him like i knew who he was but not, it wasn't until the bond films where i was like okay like oh, he's great as Felix. He's so yeah, good as Felix. Right. And he's just got that. Yeah, he's got a good bat voice. You could hear it yeah. there. Low and uh, 
Yeah, but it's a, it's a. I listened to the first episode. They're about thirty to forty minute episodes. They call them okay. podcasts, but they're like old timey radio yeah. dramas. I saw the tra- I saw the trailer, and I love the fact that it was on like an old timey radio. And oh like yeah, like that's the image with, like, that yeah. plays because. Because it's still just, it is like listening to a podcast, but they give you that image of the radio and the light like blinks with like the, like the voice. And it's got this weird noir, but 66 camp, like it, it's a little like bit of that. Okay. a little bit of that. And so it's entertaining as hell. Like nice. it really is. You get Brent Spiner as right, the huh? Joker, yeah. you get Rosario Dawson as Catwoman, like oh, there, it's got a cast. Done a, she's done a lot of voices in the DC uh, animated world, hasn't she? Rosario, she's done. A yeah, lot she of, was Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's. I think she played. Did, did she also? I thought she played. No, was that on? Nah, what am I thinking? Uh, for some reason, I was thinking she played Barbara's voice at one point, but I don't think that's correct. No, she did. Uh, she Lego did. Batman. Okay, there was. Okay, I was about to say. Like, there you go, Lego Batman. Nah, nah, hey, thank you, V, right there. No, 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 Cash Man. That's how I like it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. But yes, guys. And luckily, you know, like I said, we can kind of just uh, forget that, you know, whatever that was last last week. week no, no we're... We don't have to think about that episode or that villain anymore. Now we have a good one. We have a good one this week. Part one, Feet of Clay, our little oh, origin of Clayface. And I'm, I'm going to start off with the opening credits. Yes, because I wasn't a I wasn't aware enough as a child to pick up on this. Mm. But when it goes, no feet of clay, and then it said story by teleplay by, I paused and I went, "What the hell? Did you see who wrote this episode?" I did. I didn't. I didn't. Marv Wolfman. Marv Wolfman. Why do I know that name? That oh yes, okay yes. I, I, who is it again? Sorry, I thought. He wrote <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earths. He okay. wrote the New Teen Titans. He created Cyborg, Starfire, yeah, they, Raven. Okay, okay. Yeah. So they brought somebody in to be like, hey, can you like kind of revamp this villain? Because, I mean, Clayface, I mean, they changed it up. They definitely changed it up. They definitely changed it up. Yeah. Yes. And, they, you know, he needed a, a bit of an upgrade to be more of a nemesis when it came to. And they definitely... <laughs> It definitely did. But, and definitely... this is not the first time. This this is the first time. This won't be the last time that legit actual comic book writers will write episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can think of at least two other comic book writers off the top of my head that I know write future episodes of the series. Oh, but I'm sitting there going, freaking Marv Wolfman wrote this episode. Why am I not surprised? Who knew back then? I know this. I mean, this is an episode that's just, it's one of the, it could possibly, yeah. One of the top 10 right here because oh, definitely. I mean, yes. Oh man. I mean, just, and then of course, I mean, we always talk about the score, but man, I tell you what, that Clayface score that you hear the sadness you hear. Mm. I mean, that's what's so, that's what's so great of what Shirley Walker did. I mean, you could look at that with like even two face as well. I mean, you, there the are sadness. so many parallels between yes. the two face, two parter yep. and this Clayface two parter. Very much. Oh, very close. Yes. Very much because I mean, yeah, just because they both end on cliffhangers and it's both like, it's the, the reveal of the, the transformation reveal kind of thing, you know, which is great. And then you, but it's just those scores. I mean, especially this one, you just fucking hear the sadness you hear it it's so a, much it's a tr- it's another tragedy it is like the empathy for the villain because you're like 
Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Oh man, but in it, in it, but then at the same time, and then even I mean, another parallel too is like when you see like when you uh, um, when we get acquainted with like with Matt, and then of course you have Harvey. They both have you know some anger issues, you know, yes, in their uh, psyche. Well, so because they got because they have they they both have mental illness issues because. Yes. You know, Harvey had dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. And then Matt Hagen has post-traumatic stress disorder compounded with drug addiction. Yep. So it's just all there. And it's just, yeah, you just, even though like, yeah, they have like that, that part of them at, at the end of both of these episodes, you just feel sorry. You just feel sorry. I'll take a, I'll take a, 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 a chalupa. You, Actually, uh, I just had taco. Like I literally <laughs> just had taco. We door dashed some Taco Bell nice. to watch some TV. So nice. yeah, I got the new, uh, crispy chicken sandwich taco. I want to try that. How was oh, it? Oh, get the oh, spicy okay. one. They put some jalapeno oh, yeah. on it. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, anytime I get a, a chicken sandwich, it's gotta be spicy. I never get a regular chicken sandwich. It's too, just like, it's all right, but I always have to go spicy. So yeah, I definitely, I'm going to have to try that because you know, with the whole chicken sandwich wars, I'm like, I always, I go, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. This one's good. That one sucks. Burger King. Don't even try it. Sucks. You know, Jack in the box. Good. Chick-fil-A. You know, those are good. Uh, the Wendy's one. Good. Yeah. There's some yeah, Popeye's. Yeah. 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 yeah, Popeyes where you're at. Popeyes. Chicken. Um, it's they 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 are not easily accessible, but they okay. are around. I mean, honestly, if I'm gonna get a chicken sandwich, I mean Chick-fil-A is kind yes. of the Chick-fil-A is number one. Chick-fil-A is everywhere. <laughs> but but Wendy's is like that nice, like yeah. second place when it comes to those chicken sandwiches. Oh yeah. I had I had actually last week. I it's been it's been months and I was like, you know what? I'm getting some Chick-fil-A t- uh it was last Saturday. I'm like I, I don't care. I got two. I was like I'm that's how much I was craving that damn chicken sandwich. There you go. Chicken sandwiches, Batman Day, all the stuff. Let's talk about this episode. I mean we already kind of did with the um with the uh the tragedy. We kind of started yeah. on it. And just yeah. like two phase part one and part two but this time the weak animation is in the part one, mm. but thankfully the writing it's so good. It's so good yeah. that you're you you don't you don't look past the weak animation, but the but the weak anim, the weak animation doesn't drag the episode down because the writing is so strong. Mm. Yeah, that yeah I kind of noticed that too. I was like when I, when it started up, I was like. I think the animation is the top notch stuff, the top tier stuff. But, you know, with everything else, everything else is working for this episode big time. And um, and it starts off. So just, you know, down that, you know, out like in a banded, like kind of factory place, noir and stuff like that. You see a rat and then I'll say you see some feet. An exchange is going to happen. And it's basically, well, who we see there is Bruce Wayne. Or is it? Is it? Yeah. Meeting dun, a horse. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and then meeting, uh, which we've only, I think we've only seen him one other time, right? Or has there okay, been yes. This is interesting to me because yeah. in broadcast order, this would have been our first time meeting Lucius Fox. Interesting. Interesting. In, That's right. In production order, we, we noticed that our first time seeing Lucius Fox was in See No Evil. But this will be one time where I kind of have to give it to 
broadcast order, this would be a much stronger introduction of 100%. Lucius Fox. Yeah. 100%. Than than in See No Evil. Yeah. And so they're gonna, you know, they go into this empty warehouse factory place or whatever. And I love it's a, like it's a tram. It's a it's a uh, it's a tramway station. There, yeah, tramway. Okay, yeah. But I love how like there was like this little added thing to because like they go through a fence and then one of the boards of the fence just goes falls over. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I just kind of went, huh? That was just a nice little added bonus. It was like a little ambiance of like, yeah, this is where they're at. And there's like a little board that, that you could easily access this place. And then it just falls over. And then, then we go cut to the inside. I'm like, that's just somebody went, you know what? Make that board fall over. Do that. I mean, and there's then it probably took like right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's some extra work to it. But there's just something about just something a little extra. A little extra right there that I thought was pretty cool. Um, uh, let's see. So then Bruce is just, you know... Well, Bruce, Bruce, yeah, air Bruce, quotes. he's, you know, he sounds like a, like, oh yeah, you know, my phones are bugged and blah, blah, blah. Starts mentioning Daggett. You know, this is the first time we start hearing about Daggett. Of course, uh, rest in peace, Ed Asner, who voices mm -hmm. Daggett in this movie, who passed away, away uh, recently. And um, so when all this is happening, uh, Lucius kind of realizes that, hey, what the hell? This is this is interesting. This this might be a setup. What's going on here? And then I love the fact that you know Bruce, the Bruce goes, you know, I'm just accepting your resignation, Mister Fox. You know, it's a kind of like a, I don't know, it's something. Like I said, it's it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. Kind of very, it was it was very it was very mustache yes. twirly, mm -hmm. right? There. Like yes. yeah. Um, and then so then. Lucius wa walks off with the brief or runs off, I should say, with the briefcase. Luckily, you know, it's kind of funny when the shots get fired. Luckily, Batman was close by. <laughs> I know. Right. But you also notice that the guys didn't have Tommy guns. They had shotguns. That's I true. That was it wasn't like the normal, like, gah, 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 you know, it was more of like a boom, boom. And then, yeah, sure enough, Batman's just on a rooftop, just watching over his city. And he just happens to hear, of course. And uh, and then it's funny, too, because one of the goons, uh, one of um, the goons of Daggett, he's always wearing a headset. Bell. Always, that was his name. Yeah, Bell. Raymond, Raymond, Raymond Bell. Bell. Yeah. Yeah. So he's always got he's always listening to the police scanners. It's like it's like his thing is listening to police scanners. So then, of course, he hears that the police are going to be coming. They're going to be calling in. And then it's funny because he goes, you know, it's a it's a it's a, another great Batman entrance because he's like, the police are coming. He's all too late, dirtbag. And it's like <laughs> Kevin Conroy, of course, sells the shit out of it. There's some good lines. There's some good Batman lines in here. Oh, yeah. Well, once again, it. Marv Wolfman. Thank you, Marv. Yeah. Marv, <laughs> Marv you did good, boy. No, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because, you know, when Lucius is running off, I mean, they shoot the sign, the sign lands, you know, that perfect like animation thing where you just shoot a sign, falls on somebody and they, ah, uh, you know, that just and they're out cold. Out. Like, it just, yeah, they're just out, you know, <laughs> doesn't matter. Just a little sign. Um, so, yeah, the police rush in and then, uh, well, yeah, well, Batman comes in after saying the line and then he kind of takes all three goons out, but then he fights one of them. And uh, it's kind of funny because th there's that whole intense like fight moment where they land on some big, huge gears, you know, and there's like that really grinds gears. my gears, Dave. It really grinds my gears. <laughs> I really I did have a Peter Griffin moment going that yeah. grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what really grinds my gears, America. Um, yeah. And that, and that goon was germs. Germs. Because germs is who that is because let's talk about the voice cast for a second because okay. germs is ed begley jr what 
Yes. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, I love it. See, I, I, I don't like to even look at the voices anymore because I like to be surprised when you tell me. That's crazy. Because <laughs> he gets it because I and I know this because he's not really you only get one moment later in this episode where, you know, him being germs. Mm-hmm. He really pays off in part two with him okay. being germs. Well, be- but yeah, the pencil, the pencil mustache guy. That is Egg Begley Jr. Yes. Wow, there it is. So I didn't even, yeah. So I'll be listening to that, of course, with part two. So that's pretty good. But yeah, they always had that intense moment where, you know, fighting and then like the gears. And of course, somebody's got to get their head squashed. Um, I don't fuck. I, I don't think I remember. The Batman just kicks him off of him, right? I, yeah, I he just I, kicks him off yeah, and knocks. Yeah. And basically, he, he knocks him out cold against the wall. Yeah. Because then the guy is, then he's got the guy on the stairs. He's going to get the shotgun. And Batman does that cool ass move where he like grabs the barrel of the shotgun and then swings it around and like smacks right. the guy like in the gut. There you go. Good, good Batman moment right there. And of course, the police rush in and um, find Lucius. Um, and he just is like, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. So it's already like, okay, there's a, a little bit of a setup that's going to be happening right here. And of course, Batman takes off. And it's funny too, because when you see the shot of like looking up, you have one guy that's hanging off like, you know, a railing. He's like kicking his feet, like, what the hell? Then you have. Bell and I guess um, germs, uh, germs that they're like, all right, let's get out of here. So they, they of course book it out of there, and then um, yeah, so the police leaving, and then and then we get a shot of Bruce, which of course we know is um, Matt Hagen, who walks past. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool little setup because it's like he walks past his very own movie poster, you know, yeah. and zero in on it, and then it cuts to the the film set like the next day. And this is Which where we looks get. a lot like a Warner Brothers set. I like the Warner Brothers because yeah. I saw the water tower in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course they got to put that Easter egg in there. Of course, of course. But this is where we get fully introduced to uh, Matt Hagen. And it, you know what? It's kind of cool because when he's, uh, you know, they're like doing that whole thing, like they're ready, and then his stand-in goes to find him, and he's in his trailer, and he's losing his mind. And but on the mirror, they always they give you the hints on the mirror, as opposed oh, yeah, like, to just like. What you know, showing a backstory of like his accident, it's on the mirror. It's like he's always reminding himself that this is what happened to me right here. As I look at my disfigured face, this is what this is what caused that. So, of course, he's losing it because he can't get his face cream to make his face look all purdy like it was. Which that's always been an intense scene because he is an addict, he is like he is looking for any drop of it. And did you happen? Because I I did not make the note. What his stand-in's name was? It was it? Who was the stand-in's name? I don't again? remember what. It, I don't think I remember his name now. Yeah, I it feel so. Bad. I just put stand-in. I know, and yeah. it's just you know, and, and he's just looking at him like, oh, dude, you are so yeah, you're so effed up right now. And I and, and this is interesting how they changed up Clayface because by this point, by the nineties. There have been about three Clayfaces in the mm-hmm. comics. And at the time, Matt Hagen was the current Clayface. Mm-hmm. But in the cartoon series, they decided to ma- make Matt Hagen an actor, which matches up with the first Clayface from the comics, who was Basil Carlo. Yeah, so I thought it was him. interesting that they took his, and this won't be the last time they do it, where yeah. they take Basil's origin story, but give him the name of the more current character 
in the comics continuity. That's pretty cool, though. I like the fact that they, and that's probably Marv just kind of going like, hey, let's kind of just do it like this. You know, we'll have because I mean, again, it's kind of what we're kind of seeing with the scene. And by the way, Ron Perlman. Oh, my come God. On, yes. Come on. I mean, he just I mean, the way that that man can yell. Yell. I mean, yeah. like, that voice just. And the whole scene is just basically just him. Yeah, I mean, in it, 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 it's just it's just so it's just so good. But you know, you're kind of just seeing. Yeah, like you said, we're seeing we're seeing somebody who is uh you know who has has an addiction, and he's doing it because he wants to keep his job. He wants to keep on acting. I mean, he loves. I mean, obviously, like he impersonated Bruce Wayne. I mean, obviously, he had a little help with that. But I mean, when it comes to, I, I mean, I guess you have to suspend a little disbelief when it comes the to the vocal cord thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like how is he like totally pulling off the voice? Not really explained, but we'll just assume that Hagen is just really good at, you know, mimicking someone's voice for sure. But we're just seeing somebody who got, I mean, I love, there's like a line in there too, where he goes like, or like he needs it so bad. It's like, if he doesn't have it, you know, he said, he mentioned something about if I want to do horror movies for the rest of my life, you know, as opposed yeah. to the movies that he really wants to do, which, cause his face is that disfigured, but yeah, they really emphasize that his addiction to this cream. I mean, to the point where, you know, his assistant or not assistant, but his stand in is, is holding out on him. He like has a little bit left and he goes, you've been holding out. I mean, he's just yelling at him and, you could just see it and, and to the point when he opens it up, he's like, <laughs> he's like making those. Oh, he's, got, he's like his tongue yes. sticking out. He's, he's, like, like, he's like salivating. Yeah. And then, and his stand is sitting there going, well, if I didn't, you wouldn't even have this, this. Yeah. Like it's, wow. it's, it's weird because his stand in, like he gets it. Like, yeah. I, I know you need, but he knows it's bad. It, it makes his stand in such a, intriguing character because it's like i know i'm assisting in the addiction mm -hmm. but i'm trying to save you at the same time like once yeah. again this wonderful like shades of of gray like, i'm trying to be your friend i know you need this stuff to fix your face but it's screwing with your head oh. because it is a drug addiction I know. And this is what's sad, too. I mean, I mean, just he's just he's just seeing he's just witnessing it. And then, you know, especially when it's just it's so perfect how how it ends, how it's his stand and who finds him. It's like, well, we'll get to that point. But it's it's just pretty perfect how it is. But yeah. And then Matt is just kind of going like, hey, well, you know, if if yeah, I need just like unlimited amount of this stuff. I mean, he's now getting to the point where it's like, no, nah, this just having a little bit left. That's it. You know. I need just nonstop of this stuff. So because it only lasts 24 hours. Yeah. 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 That's what he, that's what he mentions too. You know, there's some, you know, good exposition. I think it's, it's, it's well-written exposition because they really do like emphasize like, you know, why he needs this, what is happening and all this stuff. And it's actually with the exchange that this is happening, it's good exposition. You know, sometimes it could just be an exposition dump and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is actually like, like you're explaining to someone who already know, like yeah. his stand in knows information so it's like how do you share the information in a way that the audience especially a children's audience yeah. gets the information that they need but you don't feel like you're being talked down to and you also don't get the suspension of disbeliefs of why are you telling this person this information this person already knows this information exactly exactly good writing right there and we know why now yes. we know why there we know somebody helped somebody who in the business helped 
But um, so, yeah, so then we get all that. And then, you know, it's a cool little thing that we know that Daggett is behind it because you see on the little, you know, the bottle, whatever the lid, it says Daggett right on it. So we know, all right, that's where he's going to have to get it. And this is where we, um, well, he justifies it. Yes. And uh, and then we see Daggett on the bottle and then we're, we're back to the Daggett factory. And then this is where we get introduced fully to Daggett. And like I said, may he rest in peace. Ed Asner, great, great voice actor. We just, I mean, you hear that voice. It's strong. It's commanding. We we love hearing uh, Ed Asner's voice. But yeah, um, he's basically explaining to, you know, germs and, and uh, Bell, like, hey, like why he needed to get those papers and or get that briefcase from uh, Lucius Fox is because because he knows he knows like well, that. He I knows didn't... he starts off by he's concerned about the goon that get left behind. Yeah, that too. And, and yeah. I love it because he's like he's tying up loose ends. He's like, yes. do, how do we trust this guy? Didn't know names. He was a hired gun. Yeah, we can let it, we can let him, you know float in the wind we can let him drift in the wind it's fine yeah, like it's fine we, we, yeah just do that and then uh you know then he realizes that he's like well matt i maybe we should just cut him loose you know because he's not he didn't do the job that he was supposed to do but then even like bell like uh backs him up i think it was bell that backs him up and kind of goes like well no maybe it was germs i don't know I think it was germs actually who kind of backs him up and says like, well, this guy literally, you know, transformed himself into Bruce Wayne. How do you beat that? You know, kind of thing. And he's just kind of backing him up. But then he was like, no, nah, Daggett just has had it. And he knows that, that he has the goods. He knows yeah. that, that Matt's going to be coming for this. So let's just hold out, wait till he shows up. I know he's going to, and then we'll take yeah. care of him. We don't have to go to him. He's going to come to us. Exactly. Exactly. And what happens in the next scene? Well, Matt sneaks on to the Daggett factory or the Daggett grounds. And of course, he's going to try to get as much as possible. So, Oh, my God. And, and, and doesn't that just like cue you into addiction? He goes for the giant vat of stuff and just like yeah. goes like double handed into yeah. it and just starts like slathering it all on his face and like if that doesn't just communicate an addict yeah who just like like you don't need that much of the stuff that might be the reason you're running out so quickly i know i kind of wondered about that too i mean they but they really emphasize that he just just totally just um it's just smears and all his face like don't you just need like a little bit to like start clearing and it soaks in you could start you know doing the thing but yeah he just like yeah once he gets in there he gets that that big huge yeah he's just yeah he's basically essentially just bathing in it almost which you know ends up in his yes, head. yeah yes. and it's just, he's like and and we'll learn later that that's all part of the plan yeah. but you know that's in part i mean spoiler for part two <laughs> exposition <laughs> we'll get later but yeah but but once again, it's all set up so that when we get that explanation in part two, we understand it because we've they've already they didn't have to tell us because they've already it's shown happened. us yeah. with the way that Hagen like needs the renew yeah. you formula exactly. And then uh, so then when people show up or when germs and Bell show up like in in the in the room where all the stuff is, you know, he just pulls the Bruce Wayne thing again. And, you know, Bell is like, come on, really? <laughs> You're Bruce Wayne. And then we get even more, too, because they have a little fight and some of the cream goes down the drain. Guess who starts freaking out? Hagen. He saw his addiction go down the drain again, emphasizing how much how much that he needs the stuff that when he saw it go down the drain, 
he came out of character and all of a sudden you hear the Ron Perlman voice. No, no longer the Conroy voice. And uh, yeah, he starts yeah. losing it. So, I mean, they, yeah, they did such a good job of emphasizing the addiction level on this again, kid show, because then what happens and it's funny too, because I was like, kid show. Yes. I know. Because what's funny though, is just like, what's funny is like, when they when they do this, I mean, I, I'm gonna pull up that scene actually. Now I wasn't gonna have it uh, linked up, but um, but um, yeah, I mean, they they really just kind of emphasize uh, our they uh, like I said, kid show and the fact that there's like an addiction level with all this, and um, and it's just it's just kind of funny because you know there's just like okay, if you want so so much more of this, so much of this stuff, well, we're gonna give it to you. I mean, oh my god, talk about OD that we basically. We basically in a kid's after school cartoon watch yeah. an OD happen on screen. Yeah. Like, and there's the way that they, they, even though the animation, not, not, not the top tier, it's still the directing of this scene oh, right so here. It's so disturbing. It's like good. they're holding him down. Yes. See, boy, wanted more of this stuff. Let's give it to him. Let's give it to him. Not that way. Please. Not that way. And look, look at that. that. Oh, oh. That has been disturbing since I was 10. Oh, my God. And then he screams, and it's just like, good Lord, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, I remember that's what that's what uh, on Twitter, that, that GIF, I think it was from the official Batman the Animated Series. Uh, it was from a fan account. Oh, was it a fan account? Okay. It was a fan account, but yeah. but but one of those fan accounts that like yeah. does a great job, like Batman Animated or something. Yeah. But they, oh, and that's when when I saw that, I'm like, oh yeah, see, look at that, look at that shot. That is somebody essentially almost being put to death right there in this kid show. And I'm like, good lord, man. And then it's just like, okay, but that, but we you know what I forgot is like, oh yeah. I mean, this is pretty much the last we see of Hagen till the end. You know, that's yeah. what's so great about this is like, there's like, okay, we, we, they established, you know, the addiction and who he is. He sneaks on there and then gets this. And then we don't see him until the very end of the episode, really. And we don't technically see him. Him. Anymore. Right. Oh, but also the fact that they're, they're like dragging him out, they yeah. stick him in this car. And, the, and then the fact that his arm is there and then his arm starts to melt. And, and you're kind of like, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. That that was. And, and you can kind of start seeing how, like, his head is all uh -huh. like, you know, they, even it's his just, hair's gone. And... Yeah. It's perfectly like the way that they do that. Because, yeah, they, you don't quite. You're kind of going like, OK, so what would that do? I mean, obviously, you know, we are. We know where, where it's going to end up, but it's just shot. It's just the way that it plays out is very well when they drag him out to the car and you kind of see the, yeah, like you said, you see like his hand go down and it just kind of, yeah, it just starts kind of drains off of him. And then, yeah. And it's it, interesting it's, too, because the way he looks then is mm -hmm. actually more of what the classic Clayface looks like in the comics because Clayface in the comics is more just like a mud man. Yeah. Like he's not the, you know, the comics have actually adapted to make Clayface look the way he looks, the way they designed him for the animated series. Exactly. When he was originally introduced in the comics, he was a mud man. And I think that that the the the, the Hagen look in the car at, in the middle of the episode is kind of an homage to. Yeah, this is what he, the comic book version of Clayface. We're not going like. to do that this time now. And see, that's what that's what's so great about this series is how much 
how much impact that actually had on the books. I mean, obviously it's pulling from the books, but then it had impact on the books, which is what's great about it. I mean, there's so many, you know, I mean, I, so, you know, we can name them all, but I mean, the fact that, yeah, at, at, that after this, now when people think Clayface and they want to like a live action Clayface, they just think of this version. I mean, even the Harley Quinn show has this version. Of course, it's a com comedy thing, but it's full on this version. And it's just like, it kind of makes you wonder, like, will we ever see a live action in it? And, and you kind of go, I mean, it would be cool. It would be cool see a live action version of this but and a lot of people are wanting it but man that would he's be a great care he's a yes. great character for a theatrical movie now so. he would be entire almost entirely cgi unless you do some incredible practical cgi blending which i think actually personally i would want them to go with and yeah, i wouldn't want him to be a totally cgi character because that, that just still looks rubbery and fake yeah like do some sort of practical CGI hybrid yeah. because you do kind of want him to be this design where he becomes like this, just this big, massive, like golem from like Jewish mythology. He, mm -hmm. he becomes a, a golem character and he's just yeah. huge and massive. That's gotta be, yeah. Whoever attempts to do that, it's going to be interesting to see what that happens. So then we go back to the Batcave, and it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this, um, like Bat Batman is trying to figure out who some of these people are. And he's literally like, I mean, I guess you could say that this is, you know, especially with Hagen adjusting his face. So Batman is kind of doing that, but his, you know, in, in his computer where he's trying to like figure out who the goons are. And he kind of like, he's reshaping and going boop, boop, boop to figure out who Raymond Bell is. I thought it was cool because he's using the back computer like a yeah. sketch artist. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No, no, the nose is wide. No, no, not that wide. Yeah. No, no, shrink it. And then, but of course, since it's the back computer, as soon as he gets the face, the yeah. back computer can like instantaneously like Raymond Bell <laughs> match it to to you know to criminal files. So yeah. like, and, it, and it, it, it even mentions in the criminal files that he ha wears headphones and listens in. You know, which which is kind of funny. It's like I was like going like, oh wow, even the files know that. And then I realized how that helps Batman in like the next scene it's right like, yes. yeah it's pretty funny but then uh, alfred kind of give you know lets them know that hey um did you not see the paper today there buddy i mean you've been down here i guess you didn't see the paper where the paper actually shows that you know talks about how lucius fox hospitalized and bruce wayne's name has been mentioned and he's just like what you know he's like what the hell that that what what is going on here so it's just kind of like uh, and oh man, and we're gonna definitely watch the cliffhanger of this, just the way that it all ends with Bruce and with uh, with all this, but yeah, so we have that, and then um, yeah, um, so then we cut to uh, Raymond, who of course still listening to his headphones, he's coming out of his apartment and he hears that there's a warrant out for his arrest and that the police are coming to get him, so he's just like, All right, well. Good luck. Get the hell out of Dodge. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm leaving Gotham then. Bye. And he drives away like a maniac a little bit. And uh, and then he's hearing it. He's hearing it. And we're kind of like, and then we see the Batwing. God, I love the Batwing. Oh, I love the Batwing. I yeah, oh, and, and it's got that like it's got like that stealth mode. Yes. It's like you you realize you're flying through the city and you're not like you know, yeah. it's kind of like a yeah. When it goes past you, you just hear like like that yeah, this doppler effect is really yeah, all you're getting so pretty it's, much it's so he's listening cool. to that and he because he's hearing like a woman's you know please you know like dispatcher and then we find out 
it's actually Batman. <laughs> so he knew since he got it from the back computer that, hey, I'm going to like link into, you know, his little scanner thing. And so then we actually see Batman like, you know, talking into his into his like a little uh, walkie talkie thing, you know, that his little um, whatchamacallit, his receiver in the um, in the Batwing. And it's just a cool scene because there's like really no music and he's just kind of pursuing um, Bell. And then Bell gets to the uh, the tunnel and he just books it in there. He like there's a little traffic jam. One lane's closed. He's like, screw this. Gets in there because he sees that Batman is coming. And then Batman goes, you think the tunnel is going to stop me? <laughs> no, I'm in a plane. You realize that, right? I'm in a plane, which this is as it was happening i was like oh i remember what happened yeah. like I was, I was having one of those moments yep. where i was like me too oh yes because he, he flies to the other end of the tunnel comes in and i love it when you know when you do something like the bat wing and you use this design where he's got like the little pointy ear yeah. thing and you actually utilize that mm -hmm. so he like literally stabs bell's car and then mm -hmm. and then basically forklifts him up into the air you know, impaled by the bat wing. Wow. I love that. It's so good. It's so good. And, uh, yeah, so he's, uh, it turns out, yeah. And then he goes through there and yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm with you on that too, because I, I, I would love to actually get, um, some kind of, I mean, I know they're out there. I've seen like the toy versions of this Batwing. I love, I love the animated series Batwing design. I really do. Like, I like the Burton one, it, you know, but that's like a perfect like bat. This one, the wings even are pointier. You know, there's just something about this Batwing that I, uh, I really love this, this bat wing looks more like it's actually built to fly. <laughs> yeah, true. It's funny too, because I had the Burton like micro machines bat wing. I don't know if you had that. Oh, I had the full blown one that like had like the, like the gun ah. handle where you could like fly it around like this and like shoot little discs out from the little front part. I Dude. had I had that bat wing. Yeah, I had the, the, the micro machines one. It wasn't so micro because it like it, it was like this big. First off, OK, and it was like it was full on. I think it was just made out of like some pretty good aluminum. You had a little Batman inside. This thing was fucking dangerous. OK, this is like the toys that we grew up on. They didn't really have the safety measures probably that toys have now, because I remember specifically my brother we were at like our grandparents house and they had like a tree in the back. I think it had oranges on it. He decided to take it and he, cause we were like playing and we we're doing something. And he was like, he went whoosh and he just went like that and literally sliced into the orange peel. Okay. That's how freaking this thing was heavy. And it, it like, it was kind of sharp. Like if you put some oomph in it, you could really do something like it was really cool. I wish I still had it. Maybe my mom has it in a crate somewhere. Oh, but I'm gonna say this. Maybe they didn't have the safety measures. Yeah. But our toys last for 20, 30 oh, years. Yeah. This when, thing probably, yeah. I mean, the paint started chipping, but you know. Well, it's not but but, but like my kids' toys can even last five yeah. years. Yeah. And yet toys from when I was, you know, from 30 years ago, like still hold up. I'm just yeah, I'm just saying. I'm saying I'm like, if this thing's in a crate somewhere, it's still probably in good uh, uh, condition, even though the paint probably chipped because I, you know, I play with it a lot. I mean, it was like heavy. The landing gears came down, and and then a little Batman inside, and this was like micro machines, just like doing like their own version of that. It was really really cool. But anyways, uh, back to this Batwing, and I love the fact that 
So yeah, he's got he's got it impaled, and then he you know, and then he's got a little claw that just, just comes like out. the Burton the Burton bat wing yep. had the claw because you know, because he used because yeah. in Burton he used it to grab the balloons. Yeah, he took my balloons. <laughs> Why didn't somebody tell me he had one of those things? <laughs> I love that line because he's like, well, I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> he's so pissed, and he's like, things. What are those things? I just love that line. It always makes me laugh. I'm like, huh? Was that in the script? Was that an ad lib? I want to know. I want to know. I, it was, knowing knowing Nicholson, Nicholson pro, probably, probably an ad lib. Yeah, yeah. that's but what but cool. that was but once again that was kind of cool because you know once again the animated series did take some cues from the yeah. Burton films and so there was that claw which was cool because the claw takes the door off the car and then it also like grabs Bell and then somehow oh, pushes the car off. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I just love the fact that we spend the entire interrogation with Bell. <laughs> yes. Hanging by off, an arm. Starts off with listen, scumwad. Listen up, scumwad. I'm like, ooh, easy bats. Watch your watch your mouth. Okay. Language. Scumwad. Now we're at scumwad here. I like it. Who met who met with Lucius Fox? Yeah. Wayne. Bruce Wayne. You lying. Sleaze back. Oh, I forgot uh, what the line was, but you know, did I write it. I don't think I wrote it either. No, I, I didn't write it either. But Ray yeah, can, he's... Ray can quote this whole thing, but you know, yeah. but, <laughs> like, you know, you lying sleaze. Yeah, and he's like dragging him like across the surface of the river. Yes, I mean, he is just. I mean, talk about just. Raymond must have pissed shit. <laughs> Everything, Everything like oh, his undies are just soiled at this point because he's just like, don't drop me, Batman. And then, um, and then he faints. <laughs> and and I, I love I Batman's love... react. Batman is disgusted. <laughs> yeah, he fainted. Fainted. <laughs> fainted. Like he's just like, really? He fainted. It's like, well, what did you think was gonna happen, dude? <laughs> it's like you're, you're fucking. You're just like you're you're scaring the living shit out of him right now. And then of course the police choppers come and they're like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Put your I know. put your perp down, man. And then Batman, I mean, just to make even go like, God, man, he was just on a good one. He was on a good thing. one. <laughs> because he sees like a swimming pool on a rooftop and goes, this will wake you up. And then he just drops him, but from pretty high up. He didn't just like hover and then just drop. No, it's like he just went foom, and he just perfectly lined him up. And it was like, he almost looks like he's going to miss. Yes. It almost looks like he's going to miss at one point. And it's like, can you imagine if he just went splat? Oops. Well, that didn't work out. But not luckily, he, of course, hit the pole. And then, of course, um, Raymond. Oh, by the way, up. nitpick. Huh. Did you realize the cop said, Batwing? This is the this is oh. Gotham Boys. I went. You know what the call the thing? I'm just. Maybe he told Gordon. Gordon was I like, "No, hey, right? Yeah, I just in a bat wing right now. He, I, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I know, but I did thing. notice. I was like, I know. You I didn't notice that. Wing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that one. That was crazy. So we have that he fainted in the pool. Okay, so this is where we get to you know the finale of this, and it's really cool because well, it's interesting because we have Bruce. It just shows up to Lucius's uh his uh ho his uh hotel, his uh his room, his hospital, in, uh, in the room. hospital room. But you know, 
but it's just like he sneaks in because he has to because you know he's in the papers and everything like that so it's not like he can uh just walk in and go like hey can i visit lucius fox so he has to kind of batman as he's bruce wayne you know because he's got the rope and he's up there and everything like that but he needs to he, he really needs to be like hey lucius what the hell like he needs to get to the bottom of why am i being blamed for you in here and uh, there's, uh, of course, Raymond right there. Screw you, this guy. No, let's hear it. Oh, no, he didn't say Batwing right here. But, yeah. yeah that was earlier. Right yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be serious. I mean, I know why Bruce is doing this, but it's yeah. like, why? 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 You know? Yeah. But it does add to the cliffhanger, at it, least, you know? Yes, it does. But I love how he's wearing his turtleneck. Yeah. He's got his khakis on. <laughs> Lucius, it's okay. It's me, Bruce. It's me, Bruce did rock a lot of you can get turtlenecks he did. in this series. He definitely Lucius, did. take it easy. There's nothing to be afraid of. You know I'd never do anything to hurt you. And then he's just like, come on, man. It's like, what were you expecting, Bruce? I know. There's and then a little the... bit of that, isn't there? Yeah. What were you expecting? But, you know, he had to get to the bottom oh, of it. There's his car. Stop so this here. is it right here. I mean, it's, it's just so perfect that it's his stand-in that finds him like this. And then, oh man, this is where we first really oh, get a look at that, and look at that right yeah. there. How like that's like him, like that's like him that, leaking. Uh -huh. Are you in there? Oh, yeah. And then we get Bruce taken away in handcuffs. And we'll have continuing updates on Looking this sad. breaking story: the arrest of millionaire industrialist Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne at the scene of an attempt Thank on you, the Summer. life of oh, Summer. And her little whatever that bow WGBS thing is on her. I, you know what? That's a. It, it was a choice. It choice. Really, it was a choice. See, here, so we get a little sense of like the the theme right here, the sadness in this theme. But yeah, and the so, breathing. Uh, this is like a horror movie. Yes. Because it is. It's yeah. the. It's like a universal right movie monster. Yeah. There's that. There's that theme right there. Oh, it's just man. it's just like him screaming right before Grace in uh, Two yep. Face. Oh, exactly. It's just such a good way to end that right there. He's even got like spit in his mouth too. That's like you know between his teeth and goddamn Ron Perlman. And then we get that you know just god Ron Perlman. I, I, I it's funny too because when you go back and see who voiced some of these people and you go like yeah of course that's that's because even when you like listen to Ron Perlman now and you go like. Maybe you even go like, why do I recognize that voice? Maybe it's because the first time maybe I heard Ron Perlman was this episode or something. Oh, I know for a fact that this was my introduction to Ron Perlman. Yeah. And I probably didn't even really know who Ron Perlman was later on until like Hellboy. Yeah, I think Hellboy is when people were really like, I'm trying to, I think my first uh, introduction, which was another comic book movie was Blade 2. Yes, he was in Blade Two. I'm trying. I'm in Blade Two came before Hellboy. So then I'm trying to remember, like no, Blade Two I... was before Hellboy. So I did see him in. I did see him in Blade Two before I saw Hellboy. But it was one of those that while I might be saw Blade Two, I didn't go. Oh, but you're Ron Perlman when yeah. I saw him in Hellboy. That's true. And then see. I mean, it's like you, but then you go back and you go, oh yeah, but he's been in other stuff that you did just didn't know that he was in. It's just like, like when, yeah, but then you have, you have Blade 2, but then you also have 
alien as resurrection he was also in there i think that was oh, maybe, yeah you, mm, <laughs> he did you know what i know that movie you know and especially the road to that movie um you know he did have a really good line in that movie i will say i will be like you know because there's like a there's <laughs> there's a part where you know when 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 uh ripley super ripley whatever you want to call her hybrid ripley whatever they were going for in that movie um she goes like who do i have to fuck to get off this rig and then he just goes oh, i'll get you off maybe not the rig but <laughs> like, it was a good line it was a good line i remember like seeing that in the theaters and laughing and i was always thought yeah that was that was a good line he was like a a snarky asshole in that movie well ron perlman does really good with snarky yeah. asshole and yeah. i'm very happy that him and guillermo del toro have continued to have like you can always rely on ron perlman to show up in a in a del toro movie and it oh just, yeah it just oh yeah adds. i love them in pacific rim come on man that was he was great as that dealer that black market dealer man it was good oh and then also like when guillermo del toro did um oh what was that vamp they turned into a tv series on fx it was the vampire series and i'm trying to remember um, oh, 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 oh the strain you're strained. Yeah. yeah. Ron Perlman was the narrator for yeah. the first audio book. Yep. Oh, you're hearing about that. Yeah. And he, and, and trust me, he <laughs> was did so, like a dual release kind of thing, I think. Oh, yeah. And, they, and he was so missed when they, when he didn't read books two and three. It was like, yeah. dude, you, you gave me Ron Perlman in book one. And then, you and then were, that's it. And then that's it. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Man, just so good. But yeah, that's the way it ends. Like I said, the parallels to the Two Face one with the reveal. You know, and just the way that they reveal. I mean, obviously, when it when it when it came to Two Face, you know, so tragic in the way that he just comes out of that that uh, that hospital uh, room and the, the thunder and the lightning, and then Grace is there, and he just like looks at her like that. This time, what I like, you know, thinking about it too, right now, it's like, you know, what what do we start off with when it came to meeting, you know, full on meeting Hagen? It's the fact that he's always looking at himself in the mirror. What do we get mm -hmm. right here? We don't get like a full on. We get a side view and then we get a mirror, the rear view mirror shot of him looking at himself. And then he just, uh, you know, and it's just, oh, yeah, God damn it, man. Ah, oh, just such a gem, such a gem. Yeah, Perfect. I I'll be interested to see. I, you almost have to believe that Marv Wolfman also wrote part two. Yeah. Um, but we do know that we get the Spectrum. animation yeah. for part two. Like, you know, it's funny how like they, they reversed it on this one. It's weird. Well, you I mean, think about what happens in part two. You yeah. need. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah. There's all that morphing that goes yeah. on. Yeah. Right. And when you brought up last week, the whole idea that maybe this was inspired by Terminator two, I was like, mm -hmm damn you're no this is totally like t1000 yeah. level like yeah i mean that's going I mean, on i'm looking at like when this came out you know and thinking about all that i'm like yeah it's right around then it's like yeah how do you if you have a character like this that can actually you know mimic other people and do all that it's like yeah there's your fucking template right there james cameron just laid it out right there but you know but instead of like like liquid uh you know liquid metal you have clay yeah mud let's just do it like that and man when and the mud it. is almost even more because, oh my God, let's talk about, I know one thing we'll talk about next week, the sound design yeah. for yeah. the, for the clay, the <laughs> sound. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It gives you the heaves and the jeeves. Yes, it does. Yeah. My God. So, yeah. So make sure you guys uh, watch that 
uh, next weekend. We'll, you know, I'm pretty sure we'll be uh, at the normal time, this, uh, the normal bat time for next week. I don't think any barbecues or parties are happening, so don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, this was just uh, this was perfect for Batman Day. Hopefully, you guys celebrated as uh, as much as possible. I'm gonna be looking through my tweets and stuff and seeing what I missed, um, and then just magnifying, just looking at that that uh, Matt Reeves post. Enhance, enhance. Dude, I mean, it's just looking at that. I was like, even looking, I'm like, the, you've got the gun right there. It looks like it's pretty, I don't know. I'm just like, what is happening? And is it before he goes up through uh, that we saw in the first trailer when when all the cops are kind of. Oh, the staircase. Yeah, the staircase. Like, I'm yeah. wondering if that's where that is. I don't know. It's going to be uh, interesting. That trailer, man, it's going to be. Cannot wait I am preparing my soul and my body for that trailer yeah. because yeah. that first one from last fandom was Amazing. Yeah. And I'm I'm also preparing to be like, okay, this one might not be as good. Okay. Right. Then, you know, right. Yeah. Because because that one we we didn't we really didn't know what to expect at Oh first. no, no. I we mean, that came out of freaking yeah thin air last year. We did year. not expect like seven meets, you know, Batman. I guess you know, pretty much. We did not know that Matt Reeves was like, Well, oh, what you want dark? Well, hold my beer. <laughs> I'll show you fucking dark. And so now that we kind of know the we know the aesthetic, we're gonna get more of like, okay, more of that aesthetic and seeing, you know, more of the characters and maybe some more dialogue. Do and you get think do you think this trailer is gonna actually have uh Giacchino's score to it? Like are I think, we think I think, so. I think that would be probably smart if especially if they both posted it today, yeah. you know, like he posted it and then Reeves re, you know retweeted it. I'm like, yeah, you, you you gotta have that in there in this one if you're gonna have a full on because technically that first trailer was a teaser. I, right. It's weird. It's weird how nowadays teasers are like the same length as trailers. Trailers, yeah. yes. It used to be like thirty seconds to a minute. Now, like teasers, or can go as long as regular. But you, you just you watch that first trailer or that first teaser, and you kind of just go like, yeah, it just shows beats and aesthetic and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, the, but you didn't really get story or nothing. You just got shots, shots, in this shots and that shot. You got Catwoman, you got Penguin, you got all this stuff right here. Now it's like with this one, they're gonna have to start dipping into the story of this and i really i'm like okay we're finally gonna get andy circus's fucking alfred like we're gonna see what hey, he looks are like. we gonna get falcone yes falcone i'm sure we're gonna get all of that i think oh man oh, oh, like, and will wait. we actually get to see paul dano like yeah. as well because they're even calling him nashton like they're yeah. using the old school old, yes. riddler name which a lot like, of people are like what it's like uh yeah just that's i mean breeze is going for it man he's like he's like yeah people are gonna be like what is happening and like yeah yeah, yeah. he wasn't always enigma <laughs> you know well we'll get to there don't worry guys but yeah it's gonna oh be my god I, that just makes that just I, I have been thinking there was something that happened this week that my god when we get to if you're so smart why aren't you rich i am like <laughs> so ready for that episode <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's gonna be another good one but anyways guys yes this was uh this was excellent thank you guys for uh clicking in um appreciate you guys especially doing that for it being later than usual and uh go ahead scott plug yourself well, well, of course you can find me on twitter at scott dc 27 you can find my podcast the dc Squadcast, where a podcast can be found tim and i will be doing a retrospective of season one of doom patrol in preparation for the season three release next weekend 
And then oh, we are on Vero Facebook, YouTube. You can find the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. And as always, every Saturday night with this mook over here, yeah. Batman, the Fanimated Stream. And remember, Feet of Clay, part, part two. two. Here you go, guys. Smash that like, thumbs up before you leave. Become a member if you want to. Make sure you subscribe uh, if you want to support the Patreon. And like I said, your patrons aren't there if you want to get stuff shirt. It's going to be in there gonna be in there we got our course uh showed it off just in case you guys didn't see it we got the batman fanimated shirt right there looks nice beautiful good quality shirt right there the tri-blend and man i mean that, that's why I, I always like to get it sent to me first and like i tell you what like the, the art they like somehow it got a little darkened and it makes it pop a little better it's dark it's darker than what it looks yes like. it looks i was yeah. going to say that i like the darker yeah, colors like I, yes. I didn't it wasn't it wasn't anything like i really did i just took the art that i already had that was made by alessandro mask of shy and uh and then just added the logo to the corner you, you know you don't know how long it took me to find like a place for that logo i had it behind us i had it right down here i had it you know how it is on on our opening thing i was like no no i'm like i don't know where to put it maybe i should just have i i it, it this wasn't like it, it's a simple design but it took me a little bit to really go like yeah put it in the corner <laughs> just put it right there <laughs> I'm just going to put it in the corner. Yeah. It's like, and, and, and it had to be any, and, and you wanted to be the bottom right-hand corner. Like, yes, like, yes, like yes. that was a choice. Yeah. It was a choice. I'm like, yeah. And then I even, I even tried it on the other corner tried. I, I was like placing everywhere. I was having some fun with that, but that's what I like doing though. I mean, that's what I, when it comes to Photoshop, I'm like becoming like just that. I just, I just, it's just fun to do. And I did that. I think that was last weekend that I did that, or was it the weekend before? I don't know. I think it was actually the weekend before where I was just, I was just doing that, just sipping on a drink and just kind of going, eh, eh, no, no, there you go. Perfect. So there you go, guys. Check it all out. We appreciate you guys clicking in as per usual. We'll see you next week for Feet of Clay part due, of course. And uh, yeah, guys, we love you. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank mm-hmm. you.